This is episode two with Victoria Grace Lopez. Welcome to the Bold and Brave podcast. I'm your host, Hope, actress and energy therapist. And I'm here to remind you that your failure is your success, that finding your power is the most attractive quality a person can have, and that loving yourself first is the sexiest kind of love. Each week, I'll be speaking with leaders from around the globe to uncover the potential that really does lie within us. Before we jump in, I have a question to ask you. Okay. But first... Miss Lopez, welcome to Bold and Brave Podcast, mate. Oh Are we starting already? Yeah, oh, first record. <laughs> that's all right. Drink your water. <laughs> Super chill. Um, thanks for being on the show, babe. Oh, I'm excited to yeah have chats. I do have one question that I'm um asking everyone before I start. So, have you ever had Vegemite, the Vegemite spread on toast with bacon and eggs? I think that might be a no. You know, I'm open-minded to to try it because I, um, you know, when I was 20, I tried the whole, like, margarine, Vegemite combo. Yeah. Not stoked. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe with bacon and eggs and, like, a buttload of cheese. And some cheese. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what works with Vegemite. Um... It's kind of scary. <laughs> Space alert. Space, Space alert. alert. <laughs> Disregard. Um, okay, so tell me, because you do so many things. I mean, oh you're God, a birthing yeah. doula. You're an entrepreneur. You're part of a global, um, like the new solar um, business that you're, that you're building now with your partners. And, you know, it's amazing the stuff that you're doing. So I want to, yeah. And of course, like we also, a lot of guests that are listening will know you from yoga and being a a teacher down in Creekside. Crazy. Um, But tell me, tell me who Victoria Lopez is. Gosh, that, I ask myself that question every day, (laughs) man. (laughs) Oh, we probably will forever, eh? (laughs) Who am I? (laughs) Depends on the day of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I was lucky to start teaching and manage Loka Yoga um, with Tina James for all these years. And to build a community takes some serious elbow grease. Mm. <laughs> that is not easy work. Um, but, you know, definitely the connections made there were... Um, like so invaluable even to this day and I often say the reason why I've stayed in Whistler for so long um you know only 10 years in the grand scheme of things but 10 years nonetheless um is because of the people that I've met through that community and continue to meet through that community mm-hmm. um and so it really was a special place and is still a special place in my heart that's still like ongoing and like evolving each and every day even though we don't have a physical space and this and even though we don't necessarily like see like all those different community members every day in that space Mm -hmm. you know it's just evolving into something else and 
one of the things that was a huge takeaway from, you know, my years of experience there was yoga is so much more than just, you know, a bunch of funky stretches that you do in Lululemon pants. Mm -hmm. Fucking over that. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) It's a circus. And part of me is super, super excited to get away from that because it's like, that's not why I got into yoga in the first place. Yeah. You know, you can do yoga in fucking jeans yeah. and, uh, you know, <laughs> 50 cent t-shirt from the reuse it center and Don't uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, Tina and I, we ran the studio like that and everyone and anyone is welcome from all wakes of life, from all ages, from all shapes, from all colors. Um, <clears throat> and I think a big takeaway was, um, yeah, it's so much more than just the physical practice. The physical practice is definitely like a good tool for us to help keep our bodies and our minds strong. And, you know, we all know we need that. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can't take care of like this vessel, first and foremost, nothing else really matters. Um, but, you know, once you get a really firm grasp of that, it's like, well, what what else is yoga? Like, what more is there? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, the whole activism piece was a really big role in, mm-hmm. you know, in our yoga community. Like, it's it's the good thoughts you think and the good words you speak, but also you have to act in a good way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're just coming for a yoga class for 60 minutes and then you're going out there and you're you're not actively participating in, you know, your, in your life pretty mm-hmm. much, then what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I think that just quite organically led me to the whole, uh, you know, to the birthing scene as well as the um, renewable energy scene. Both kind of came up in in their own special ways. Um, You know, I'm only a doula for really friends and family. um, And that's really, you know, really a gift to be able Mm -hmm. to participate in that that life-giving ceremony. Um, and then also, you know, it's just so special. So that, you know, that to me, attending births is yoga in its own, its own way, you know, just fully being present and holding space and, and witnessing, um, something very special. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, the whole renewable energy scene, um, you know, that really came up when Tina and I, we had two separate trips pretty much within like months of each other. We went up to uh, Fort McMurray in Alberta up north um, where like all our tar sands and shit are. <laughs> tar sands. And, and then awesome. we went over to Standing Rock, uh, to the Standing Rock protests as well down in North Dakota. Mm. And that was a real, that like cracked me wide open and made me realize like, you know, you you know how dependent we are on fossil fuels, but to actually see it firsthand, like it at the source, I'm like, completely different. You like, we can't keep doing this. You know, we need to, we need, we need to be looking for other solutions. And that's where, you know, the opportunity to, um, came to link arms with a solar energy and a renewable energy installation company, um, whom I've been with now for the last four years mm-hmm. um, just kind of doing my part with the organization and that's where I am now and you know some people who I who I've known from the 
yoga scene, they're like, wow, you've done a full 180. I'm like, no, I don't think, I think it's all the same. Yeah. You know, I think this is, this really is the next part of my, you know, quote unquote yoga teaching journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's, it's, it seemed as though everything's kind of smoothly transitioned in a very organic way. Totally. Like it's, it's all just that everything's kind of the puzzle pieces have just all connected for you. Yeah. And continue to connect. So when, when did you first, when did you first like start, because you were like, where were you born? Just outside of Toronto. Okay. Ontario girl. Yeah. That's what I thought. So when did you move? How old were you when you moved to Whistler? Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen, mate. <laughs> okay, so you fresh. came over fresh, 19, went to staff housing. Wow. Partied it up. <clears throat> For those of you listening, I'm sure you know what that's about. We Decade do. Decade of decadence. <laughs> the 20s in Whistler is wild. And where did you work um, first after WB? Well, I wasn't at WB, okay. but um, I was with Zitra. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I still love them. I mean, they're an amazing organization. They're really, you know, they're an ecotourism company. And that was like the first time I'd ever worked for a company that really was, you know, that really integrated, um, you know, the social environmental um, kind of awareness into its business plan. Mm. That was quite different. For mm-hmm. me. Um, and I thought, this is, this is cool. Mm. And, you know, they're still kicking it today as like the best eco tourism company in town so yeah I love them I was there four years what four years gosh that's a long time shit to stay with one place in one company Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool four years hmm wild when I see that lad I'm like wow that was a long time yeah so in all of the things that you do tell me what the like what's your dream or excuse me, through like, you know, um, doing the birthing services for friends and family and even with um, the new business now that you're, you know, that you're, that you, that you're building. Um, I know yoga is kind of on the, it's, it's in a transitional space, but um, what, yeah, what's the dream? What are the, what are the challenges? What are the, what are the things that, that, you know, perhaps, not necessarily frighten you, but scare you enough to keep motivating you to, you know, like in a positive light, you know, because they say we should do things every day that scare us because mm. it helps us grow and change. And, um, I mean, all these things that you're doing are wonderful and they're so different um, and they're having such positive impact in their special way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think – a question that I've been asking myself for a long time every mm-hmm. day is when I am lying on my deathbed, when I know like I've only got a few more breaths to take, mm. I want to be able to look back on my life and not be like, oh, I accumulated that car and that house and those clothes, which are nice. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> you know, I just bought a new car. Love it. But. Oh, she's a beauty. <laughs> but when I look back on my life, when I'm taking my last few breaths, it's what's really going to be precious 
is the relationships that I, that I kept in my life. And so that, you know, to realize that and to actually put that into practice is really like a beyond a full-time job. And I think that's my driving force is to really not just like generate, but continue to cultivate and foster good relations, um, you know, as often as I can. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's, it's very important. That's, that's at the root cause of like, that's the root of why I do anything. And I think, you know, moving into this new role as a prop, you know, a project manager, and then now an operations manager is you really got to be able to connect with a dive, like a wide diverse range of people, which I think I was able to like flex that muscle and practice that a lot in the yoga community. Yeah. And so definitely taking that skill set and that, you know, those tools with me, as I continue to, you know, move into that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, that's really important. And there is a year, there was a year, how long ago is it now? Two or three years ago, one of my students who became, her and her family ended up becoming just some of like the dearest friends, um, the Janik family. And Andre, she was, you know, she was on council she was just such an active part of our community, Andre mm-hmm. Janik. Um, and she passed away. Uh, time's kind of gone by. It's like two or potentially three years ago. It kind of feels like yesterday. Mm. Like I remember her like yesterday. Um, and she just touched me. She touched me in a way that was like beyond words. And... You know, in the end, her and her family invited Tina and I to be with her in her last few moments. So we really got to be, you know, we really got to be like the death doula to her. And it was a trip because it was like the week before I had just attended a birth. So I was like, wow, this is full, this oh, truly wow. is full circle. Yeah. Full circle stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh. And, that's, you know, we were there with the family just just singing her along into her, into the next part of her journey. And, you know, I think that has just like totally rocked my core and mm-hmm. really has, has made me realize that, yeah, that, that really is the essence of why we're here is, you know, to honor all our relations and, you know, and to really explore what that means because it's, you know, all our relations are so, different and so colorful um but that particular moment I would say was when I was like yeah I want to be like Andre dying in my home around the people I love knowing that there's a community of people around me not necessarily physically but Hmm. mentally emotionally spiritually that are there with me as well oh yeah and you know when when she passed and we had our celebration of life the Fairmont was so gracious to, you know, allow us to have the celebration of life there. And it was fucking full. <laughs> like the whole, all three ballrooms. I don't know. There was maybe like a thousand people there plus, you know, thousands more people who, who couldn't make it physically. And wow. that was like, yeah, that was the impact she oh, had beautiful. by just like, by just doing her. She was like, totally, she didn't faff around. She just got shit done. 
you know, and she was a prime example of like what yoga truly is, mm-hmm. is, you know, you're there for your family. You're a good wife. You're a good mom. You're a good grandmother. You're actively participating in the community. You dare to care. And if something doesn't quite feel right for you, you speak up. And, you know, I think she, she ruffled a lot of feathers while she was on um, council because she spoke up in ways that regular politicians, I don't even know what that means, regular politicians, but, yeah. you know, yeah. that people <laughs> je- like would not generally speak up about. Mm. Oh yeah. So... Her voice was strong and she was, you know, she, she used it. She used her oh, yeah. voice. She didn't um, stifle it. And that's, that's so, in, yeah, it's really quite refreshing to hear because that's, and it's interesting, it's interesting when you say there were so many, you know, she had so many people that supported her and, and you know, when that was her celebration of life that were there to honour her, that's, like, how more obvious is it? Like, what we're all craving. That's it, man. Right? Like, how obvious? It couldn't be any more obvious when you've got such a soul in front of you and all these people coming together to honour and appreciate and thank Mm-hmm. her truth mm-hmm. that's pretty remarkable yeah what so a soul you know that's why I do what I do to like just just attempt to live that way that's beautiful yeah Many? yeah mm-hmm. and you know that's really- I, I keep in contact with her kids mm. um who are just like a mirror reflection of Andre <gasps> and you know I was with her son Michael and his wife or wife to be they're getting married in um in the spring Sarah mm-hmm. was with them at Burning Man and there are a few times because they're burners mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um there are a few times that I had to just like take a step back because there's something that one of them would do and I'm like shit that was Andre mm-hmm. and it would just like take my breath away and oh, a good like wow. a beautiful yeah way. Yeah, she's still, she's living through, she's living through um, everyone that's still here, Mm. that's that's special to her and important to her, she's still there, presence is in them. Yeah, so it's really, it's really cool to tap into that, to tap into that. Yeah, I feel like I just learned like a huge part of you. Hey, (laughs) yeah, well, it's like it connects, like it's your... It's a big part of your truth and, you know, why you hold yourself accountable for so many beautiful things. Is it where you thought is, like, where you are now, where you thought you would be? I know it sounds like a pretty, like, cliche question, but I think because you've had such a journey and experience, it'd be interesting to to know, like, when you were growing up, like, obviously we changed so much. Like, the person that I was in my 20s, uh, it's like looking at a completely different humans. Like, who are you? <laughs> you are nothing. Like, you know, right? you evolve into sometimes completely different. To- like, totally. Yeah. Not imagine this. Where, where <laughs> did you see? Like, did you see yoga? Did you see yourself being an entrepreneur and just you know kicking goals? Did you see yourself being a doula? Uh, for your friends and family, not because I like babies used to make me itchy. Mm-hmm. did not like babies. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Itchy, it was, that's awesome. I don't really, I don't really like babies. So yeah, yeah, it was really funny when that I that was definitely a one eighty uh, pivot in my journey. Like, 
went from not really liking, or it was more so not really understanding babies. Yeah. And to to now helping to deliver them. Like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> no, I would have def like, I started yoga when I was 13 years old. Wow, 13? 13. Checked myself into a gym. I grew up playing rugby and soccer. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, competitively. Yeah. So I had a gym membership at a very young age, and there was some, like, yoga lottie class going on. <laughs> yoga lotties. <laughs> yoga lotties. Um, and I loved it, man. It was, like, good. felt good. Uh, yeah, just all of, all the reasons why you get into yoga mm. physically. Mm. That probably was like the first five years of just like doing it for the physical side of things. Mm. And yeah, it served its purpose. And then I had this what my first yoga teacher who really was like more than just a yoga lotties teacher. Like she was she she did things like chanted and she did things like meditated. And and things like going out and having nature walks. I was like, who the hell is this? Who is this woman? Her name was Lori Metal. And um, she really was another pivot in my kind of yoga exploration that it was so much more than than just like the physical side of things. And she was the, re- when she first opened her mouth and chanted Om, she was the reason why I was like, I want to do that. I want to be a yoga teacher. And that was about like at seven. 18 years old wow 18 that's that's very young like when we are 18 we were like ah 18 it's so all about looking back at 32 and going 18 you're a fucking child baby and 13 that's so young right wow okay so the journey started quite young pretty young Mm. uh Mainly because of injuries, unfortunately, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, I had lots of injuries yeah. quite young from soccer and rugby. Yeah. But blessing in disguise, man. One, take it back. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely like, you know, you never wish injury upon people, but it is one of the most like greatest gifts to be able to go through the shit and mm-hmm. really, like, yeah. really build yourself back up again from that. Yeah. And look where you are. <laughs> Killing it, babe. Shoot. Killing it. Shoot. Right back at you. Absolutely amazing. And yeah, it's, it's, I think that's like one of the most beautiful things about, um, you know, exploring. Well, one of the awesome things that I like exploring through this podcast is um, seeing where we all are, but then going through and just like understanding the process. Right. And the ups and downs and things that happen because so many of us, you know, like we see, we always see the end result, but we don't, we don't get to see enough um, of the process of what someone goes through or their journey or the events that led them to where they are. Right. We just see the end result. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed hiking for that reason, as opposed to just like biking or even like any of our, you know, I'll, I'll um, any of our extreme fast sports that happen in our town, like snowboarding and skiing and biking, yeah. which are all super fun, but yeah. they're fast. Mm-hmm. And I found that the more I've been hiking or even just like just strolling around, even in my own neighborhood, it really is just like just mm-hmm. slowing things down long enough to enjoy those things that you would typically just soon buy. Yeah. 
take for granted. You yeah. Know, if you're on your bike yes. zooming by, you wouldn't see all these beautiful mushrooms around. Yeah. And, you know, and all the different plant medicines and animals and birds that are singing. So it's like, I really, yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons why I love Whistler. It's, it has such a firm grip on me is, is because it's so like, it's such a receptacle to everything that happens in life. It's like, mm. And then we, the fact that we get to live in such close proximity to the natural world is its quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a moment like that the other day when I, I think it was Sunday, I was coming back from Creekside Market and the sun was just shining through like as we start walking up the second part of the hill and I just stopped on the road like in the middle and I just took in the sun and everyone was like marching up the hill like you know just got to do the hill we're hungry we want to cook breakfast (laughs) and I'm just like sun yeah stop and enjoy the scene and I was like look like look at where we live we get to live here I think we forget that sometimes I certainly do I'm like, oh, I've got to pay this, I've got to pay that. And it's like, hang on a minute. You get in the hamster wheel. Yeah. 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 And if you had, you know, through through your journey and your experience and where you are now and the and the, the journey that you're on, what would be the first thing that you would perhaps or any advice that you would give to someone who is not really sure what how their journey is going to um unfold does that question yeah, make sense a hundred percent okay i you know and the first thing that popped into my mind <clears throat> again that that i'm just pulling from my experience mm-hmm. um you know from the yoga community and my own journey is just to mm-hmm. simply show up to show up right like it's that. like i don't even know what's gonna fucking happen tomorrow but i'm not gonna hide in bed and and just like wait around and wait and see Mm. and do nothing because I'm afraid that I don't know what's happening tomorrow. Um, And I think it's just, yeah, just showing up and having that, there's like so many things. There's like, you got to surrender and trust that you're, that things are unfolding in its Mm -hmm. own special way, not necessarily how you want it, but in its, you know, in its own beautiful way mm-hmm. that sometimes you can't necessarily see because you're so close to you're so close that we need to like zoom out and mm. remind ourselves to get you know the bird's eye view in the big picture mm. um, but also you know the surrender but also the trust I think that's like a lifelong lifelong cultivation of like trust in ourselves and trust in the process um, and yeah just showing up being curious I mean life's too short to be anything but that yeah and if we you know if we make this I love mistakes man if I if I didn't make I wouldn't be here where I am today if I hadn't made the tens of thousands of mistakes mistakes that I made yeah and I think it's the fear of making mistakes and wanting to be perfect all the time that's that's really it that's debilitating yeah like yeah. how, that's the question I ask myself and I encourage other people to ask themselves like what can you do to liberate yourself from mm. that 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 patterned notion mm. that you've got to be perfect mm. where'd that even come from yeah I'm not fucking perfect I'm perfectly imperfect yes 
I love that you just said that. <laughs> Brene Brown? Brands. Brands. That woman, if I could <laughs> chat to that woman for 15 minutes, I'm putting it to the universe. <laughs> Everyone manifest this shit for us. We want Brene Brown. Trust. Trust. Put there. She's all of a sudden she's gonna come skiing in Whistler. Yeah. Hey Bren. Do you wanna come into my bedroom? <laughs> Put it out there, babes. Go do it. Where it starts. Go do it. Well, pokies. Victoria Lopez. <laughs> no, wait, I missed one. Victoria Grace Lopez. No, it's on it's honestly thank you for um thanks for being on on the on the podcast. The I love gold and the brain. Yes. I love it. I love you dearly. I love you too. Thanks for um, doing this and for putting it out there to the world. Yeah, I think I think it's um I think it's gonna make a positive impact. And I'm surrounded by so many amazing people. Totally. You know, like I'm just so lucky to have you all in my life. And it's like I'm surrounded by some pretty amazing men, women, everyone. I just yeah. You're attracting it, babes. Well, you know, I always you know, I loved our little yoga studio because it was like we never were concerned about teaching to the masses. Like mm. if we had one person in class or if we had a hundred people in class, it was all good. It was gonna give a hundred and eight percent of yourself to that to the people that show up. Yeah. Um, and I think it yeah, some days where you, you know, maybe you just have an impact on one person and you're like, was that enough? But then, you know, it, just the ripple effect is so incredible. And I'm only still, like, I'm still in that, like, uh, that witness, that that place of witness of seeing, mm. like, how that ripple effect of just being, of showing up and being kind to people, how that, you know, how that continues to manifest even yes. in this present day. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it, it is already having a you know an impact. Yeah, just us putting this out there, and you continuing yeah. to be your bright, shiny self. Bright, shiny. bright like a light. <laughs> Stay tuned, peeps. <laughs> You're the best, folks. Right back at you. <laughs>